For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, world? And welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys with me, Jeff Cavanaugh. And one of my best friends on planet Earth, one of the greatest people on planet Earth and former Cowboys wide receiver, Jesse Holley. Oh, Jesse Holley went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Jesse, how are you feeling out at the star there, sir? Looks like you're at the star. Yeah, I'm at the star, man. I got my beanie on. It's beanie season, but it's only going to be beanie season for three days. I think two more days because then it's going back to 87 degrees like Friday and Saturday. So I figured I'd pull the hoodie and beanie out just to see how, you know, how it feels. It's been a while. Yeah, it, it, made me really, it made me really sad to see that it's not going to last long because I wore a hoodie today and I was excited to figure out where my beanies are. And then and I actually flipped my air conditioner. I hit the button doot, doot, to turn it from cold to heat. Ooh. For the first time, and I was like, "Hell I'm yeah!" I'm not there yet. I'm not. I still like my house. It'll be a little bit, a little crisp, a little crisp at night. I'm gonna have to flip it back, I guess. Um, I'm gonna yell at Jesse. I'm gonna fight Jesse here in a second. But before Ooh. I do, I do need to tell you that we're brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. We must secure the bag, uh, and that helps. Bag, we do that by hoping that you're able to secure the bag. You know, do some parlays or something, and if you hit it real big, just you know toss a piece just a little piece i don't need a lot just a little bit but bet online got you handled uh the eagles covered the spread i um i'm not an i told you so guy there's no point but um that's why you can't the picking against the cowboys is pointless because even when you're right what are you going to do taunt cowboy fans i told you um but no but bet online is great uh any sport they got you covered it's football season now they got you there Live betting, free contests, live scores, giveaways. They do all those sorts of things. They got every sport. BetOnline.ag to join. You'll get a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit with our promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V. Use B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. It's BetOnline where the game starts. I don't remember the exact tweet. I just remember seeing something that you tweeted, like somebody was like something about Cowboys would have won, blah, 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 blah. Uh, if Dak played, and it seemed like you weren't sold on that idea, so Jesse, defend yourself because I say Dakota wins that game. Yeah, I, I, here's here's my defense, and I think Dak makes a difference. But you and I both don't know if Dak wins that game. There, there's no way to to honestly predict that he's going to win the game. Will he play better than Cooper Rush? We assume history says that he probably would, but history also says we've seen what he did in the first three and a half quarters and. And, and 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 Tampa Bay history all against Tampa Bay history also says we've seen what he was the second half of the season now I'm not here to bash Dak because I think I cannot wait to have Dak back at quarterback I really cannot wait but also the Philadelphia Eagles Eagles prepare prepared and schemed to win a football game against who Cooper Rush that's the way they played the game I think if Dak Prescott is there and I think you as well know that teams will prepare differently for Super Rush and they will for Dak Prescott. So would Dak Prescott make a difference? Yes. Would Dak Prescott would have won that game? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. And no one else knows. 
But what I don't like is when people are like, well, if Dak would have played and we wouldn't have threw the interceptions and we wouldn't have got the penalties and we, we didn't get the holdings and we didn't, we didn't trip over ourselves and we didn't, it didn't, and didn't, and didn't. And we, I'm like, well, damn. Well, yeah, of course, you're going to win if you play perfect. Yes, 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 absolutely right. If everything that you plan to do in the game absolutely worked, you're going to win every freaking football game that you ever play from the here until eternity. But that's not how the game goes. And for everything that you say, what have happened or who could, the Philly fans could say the same thing. So I just don't like the narrative of if we would have done this better and that better and that better and that better. I'm sure there's a list of things that Philadelphia pulled out this morning and said, hey, if we had done this, 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 and this, and this better, we would have won by 100. And the whole notion of, well, you know, it was only a, it was a nine-point game and we ended it, da, 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 da. Like, this isn't college football, guys, ladies. Hey, it was a nine-point game, and you gave them 13 of them. Dak wouldn't have gave them 13. You, they earned them. They earned the 13 that they got. Because you know why they earned them? Because for the last three or four weeks, he's been throwing that exact same type of football, and the other team has just been dropping them. If we're being, Let's be honest now. Come on. Like, 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 I don't, don't want to be the hater here. I don't want to be that guy. But let's be honest. You didn't give them anything. They earned them. And, and, and just so happened – that those other games that he was throwing balls to guys' chests and to guys' hands in places they had no business going, they dropped them. And this game, they didn't. So that's the outcome. Now, when that comes back in December, I cannot wait. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. And I can't wait to see Titan on Titan and both teams at full strength. Because, you know, even you can say what happened in the second half, they lost their left, their right tackle and their left guard. And they had to play, they had to play a different way. They had to play a different way. And the thing that stuck out to me the most, because I don't care about regular season football when it comes to the Cowboys anymore. That is dead to me because they, they can win 10, 11, 12 games all they want. What, what the hell are you going to do for the next few months? I mean, I, I enjoy it. I watch it, but I'm not, I'm not like hanging my hat on it. What are you going to do in January and February? And what I saw when it mattered the most in the fourth quarter and Philadelphia got the ball, they ran it 11 straight times down your freaking throat and ice the football game. That's very reminiscent of playoff style football. And if you can't figure out a way, they got nothing to do with Dak Prescott. That's nothing to do with Dak Prescott. If you can't figure out a way how to stop that, then your 11-12-1 season will end like it's been ending the last couple of years with the first round exit in the playoffs. That is one of the, there's like four or five different ways I want to go here today, but the one that you just alluded to stopping the run, I guess I'm just going to have this jump the line in front of some of the other topics. Cause I do want to talk about Tyron Smith. We got news on him today. I want to talk about Dak Prescott and how likely it is that he plays this weekend. Spoiler alert, pretty likely. Um, the way the Eagles run the ball is a, at least a little bit unique still in the NFL. Cause most teams aren't going to risk their quarterback 10 to 15 times a game. And they do. But uh, I actually, if you could just separate yourself a second from like being a Cowboys fan, if you're out there, I think it's kind of fun that the Eagles are bringing an RPO based offense where that's what the offense is, is it's almost not exclusively, but it is so much, Hey, we're running zone read. And if that dude steps forward, I'm going to pull it and throw it because it's the most easy way to put a defense in conflict. And a lot of teams don't do it or don't do it much or don't have a running quarterback threat. So I actually think it's fun to watch. Like that was the one thing in that game that jumped out at me was, especially in the first half, before they were able to go to the locker room and figure a bunch of stuff out, uh, 
boy, it seemed like there were way too many plays where it appeared that Micah Parsons was responsible for the quarterback and the running back and the tight end. <laughs> like, wait, where did everybody else go? Where, where are y'all at? And this is totally unrelated, but I do know how to defend the RPO. Okay. Most people don't. I know how to defend the RPO. If, if the zone read part, and yes, the zone read part, the quarterback is going to be reading an edge guy. Okay. And if you elect to go strongly and not chase the running back, you run towards the quarterback, he's going to hand it off. If you're going collapsing too hard on the running back, he'll keep it. If the linebacker steps forward, he might throw a slant. What I would do is, you know, they're going to probably be reading your left edge guy. So I'm just going to put a big, angry, bust you in the mouth, son of a bitch on the left edge. And our RPO plan is hit the quarterback every time. I want him. I want him to be able to read it. I want him to hand it off, and I want you to smoke him every play until he tells coach, "I don't want to run that no more." <laughs> that would be my plan. But also try to cover the tight end with somebody. You know, maybe maybe have people in place. Um, and none of that is where I wanted to go based on what you said. I want to trade for a D tackle. <laughs> I want to do two things with the Cowboys. I want to do two things. I want to call Odell Beckham and see how he's feeling. Uh, and if he's feeling real good, I want him to come show up. And number two, I want to find a team that sucks, that has a good D tackle. Like, I don't have the name off the top of my head, but, like, I thought Atlanta was going to suck and Grady Jarrett could be a name. The Panthers suck. I don't know Derek Brown's exact contract situation. But, like, I'm looking for a 320-pound adult because the Cowboys have a nice mix of defensive linemen. Like, they're all NFL players. But Chauncey Golston ain't a one-technique starter. Uh, Neville Gallimore, unfortunately, doesn't appear to be either. Quentin Bohana doesn't appear to be either. Osa's pretty good. I want me a big old boy. I want a big, strong man. I want to do the opposite. I'm going to keep that audio. I want a big, strong man. I, I, want to, I want to call around, and I want to trade for somebody to put next to Osa because the Cowboys are kind of light, especially when Mike is one of the edges. And Tank is probably 250 these days, if we're being honest, maybe 255. And your D tackles aren't huge. I want to go fix the run defense. I want to be anti-Cowboys right now and trade for somebody that makes my team better. Not say, well, we drafted a guy a couple years ago and another guy three years ago. And no, they're already here. It doesn't, it, it's not great. I want to get me a hefty dude. Can I, can, can I interest you in that? No, I'm. I've been. I've, I've been on this train to give me a big, strong, meat, greasy. I want. I want the shirt to not fit. I want. I want his knees to touch. I want him to have to put Vaseline in between his thighs so that his gooch don't rub off. Like I want. I want someone who got who is borderline about to die of high cholesterol because he's so big. Like that. I'm with you. I am with you, and I've been on that train for the last four or five years, and yet and still, we still won't address it. And, and, and for whatever reason, we keep thinking that we're just going to just line guys up there and it's going to work out. And year in and year out, when it matters the most, they go, we're going to run the football, and we have no answer for it. And that's the part that concerns me, because when you get to playoff football, that's what you're going to get. And whether that is playing against Philly, whether that's playing against 
I, I don't know if the Rams will be in there. I don't know if Arizona will be in there. I don't, I don't, I don't know who all will be in there. But some teams will go to check your chin. But it could be San Francisco too if they. Well, yeah. yes, they San Francisco. Minnesota teams, will hand it off a lot. Minnesota, like they're going to check your chin. Oh, and by the way, even if Green Bay figures it out, which I think they'll probably figure it out, you're going to have to deal with uh, Dylan, and you're going to have to deal with Jones. Like that's going to be a realistic thing come November, uh, come late December, uh, January. So. Um, I mean, not in December, but come January, February. So until you address that, then teams are going to continue to be like, hey, let's, let's, when we need to, when we need to, like Philadelphia did, Philadelphia had the, their two best drives was their third possession in the second, in the first half, where they went 15 plays, 80 yards, held the ball for seven minutes, some seconds. And then they said, oh, this game is over. And here's why, because we're going to run it 11 times in a row. And it wasn't, it wasn't like they were getting 15 yards a clip. No. Two, six, one, eight, four. You know, you know it, was just, it, was just, it was just like methodically saying, I'm going to punch you in the face. I, I, I said it on my, uh, on my show, hanging, hanging with the Boys. I said, that drive was a, um, when I'm done with this drive, I'm going to take my pocket and I'm going to flip it inside out, prison style. And you're going to have to hold my pocket and walk around with me for the rest of the day when I'm done with you on this drive. And they did it. And the Cowboys had to hold their pockets for the rest of that. For the, and it was game. You, you just became their, their, their piece of their property, jail style, while the way they ran it up your, up your anus in, in that, in that all-important drive of the game. Man, I really appreciate the incredibly inappropriate way in which you uh, make all of these things work. Ah, style. I got my beanie on. It's like Adebisi. Remember how Adebisi, the way that – that beanie back in the day, Adebisi had that thing rolled up like this. Be, yep. Yeah. And you favor the guy. You favor the other guy, the Irish guy who's on the commercials. The 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 State Farm, not State Farm commercials, the insurance commercials. I don't you know. Favor, you favor that guy who was on Oz. Sounds like he looks good. The white Whoever dude. he is. Yeah, sounds like he looks amazing. Uh, Jerry he Jones. He's kind of He kind of went both ways on Oz, though. But Oh, but yeah. Jerry Jones today on KRLD-FM. Uh, flagship of the Cowboys. <laughs> he gave an injury update. I like to do that. And if it's the, and if it's the, uh, if if anybody was ever on the ticket, it's KTCK AM. <laughs> makes it sound small. Like they're on KTC, KTCK AM. That's funny. <laughs> Always listen to ninety-seven-one. The freak. Uh, he was talking about Tyron Smith, which I. Look, I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. If Tyron plays this year, I'll be kind of surprised. But Jerry said, I don't have a game. And well, I guess I can do it. Hold on. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, uh, I don't have a game in mind, but his progress is uh, notable. His work is intense. Uh, it'll be closer to the end of the year, but there's going to be a lot of football. Uh, so he's saying Tyron's going to play a lot of football. My question is, and maybe I'm wrong about this, and they just think Jason Peters would get hurt immediately if they put him on a football field. But Peters only played a, f a handful of snaps at guard this week coming back. He's not good at guard, people. I'm sorry. Right. So here's my question. If you really believe Tyron's going to play a lot of football this year, that would be, I don't know. I mean, to qualify as a lot, it would certainly be considerably more than playoff games. So let's say that that means he's going to play three or four regular season games and then the playoffs. Wouldn't you just put Jason Peters at left tackle today and move Tyler Smith to guard today? Because if it's true that you're going to get Tyron back and he's going to get a lot of football, Tyron ain't coming back and watching. 
Tyron ain't coming back and playing guard. Or maybe tell me, I'm, maybe maybe you tell, you tell me I'm wrong and say maybe Tyron is gonna come back and watch. Why not? You you may you may disappear to do it at 40 years old. Why not? Why not? Because uh, well, it, it didn't work. My, my my thought process is Tyron Smith has played his last game in a, in a Dallas Cowboys jersey. That's my gut, but you that would be and uh, hell my plan still makes the most sense. Bring him back when he gets back. Put him at left tackle. Show people he's still good at football. Trade him in the offseason. Like you're not gonna now, trade him now. I don't. You're think not gonna trade a hurt guy. I don't, I don't think he's coming back. Like this, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't young Tyron. This isn't a guy who's 185 pounds. This is a guy who ripped his hamstring from the bone, as well as had some knee situation happen. Um, Tyron is a walking injury report, and I'm not, I'm not shooting shots at Tyron. I like Tyron a lot, but here's the deal: he's played a lot of quality football for a very long time, and you, at times, you. you Father Time is undefeated. And I, I don't think that you can realistically um, take any more reps away from Tyler Smith to give to Tyron Smith moving forward. I think you close that chapter and you do what most good teams do. And they say, hey, you've been really good to us. We we have they have these things in the in the at the star here. Like we're gonna give you a nameplate. We're gonna put your nameplate out here. We're gonna put number 77 in in, in the Cowboy District like a raised 77. I mean, we're going to, we're going to give you a nice press conference and all of that, but your days are, are, are done. And we're going to move forward with someone who is younger and who we see a future with. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you could come sit in the suite with Jerry, like look at Dez. They broke Dez's heart. And that dude, I feel like he's on the team plane or something. He's at every game on the damn field. Like Dez is the best thing that ever happened to the Cowboys. <laughs> he said F y'all for like 24 hours. And then ever since then has been like, let's go team. He literally cussed everybody out by name. And now is like, my guys. I love Des Bryant. Uh, Mike McCarthy on Dak. I think we've checked the boxes. He has a throwing plan for tomorrow. And then we'll spin that into a full throwing mode on Wednesday. He expects Dak to be cleared today or tomorrow by the medical staff. And Jerry on Dak, he's determined to play Sunday. From my perspective, I think he's going to get there. We feel like physically he's ready to return. He's going to be given every opportunity this week to go play. He looks ready to go. He's going, huh? I, what's the secret? I, I don't understand the secret. I, I don't understand the the, the 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 coded messages. Just say it. He's gonna play, guys. He's playing. Unless something goes terribly wrong. He's playing. Like, like he's playing, and you don't have to worry about selling tickets. People are gonna come out and buy tickets because the team is still relevant. Now, at this thing going south, and you are, you know, um, two and four instead of being four and two, then maybe you got to sell tickets. But you don't have to do that. You don't have to sell storylines anymore. They're gonna they're gonna be here this Sunday against the Detroit Lions, and they're gonna show up loud and proud because you've given them a product to come and cheer for. You don't have to do the coded message anymore, guys. Dak Prescott is coming back to play. Let's get excited about it. Let's all talk about it. You're not surprising Dan Campbell. He's already prepared for Dak Prescott, and and that's just what it is. I, I don't we they they lie when something is really serious and there's something that's not serious and you can just go ahead and tell us because we all know you still want to have a coded message. It's, 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 it's insulting the intelligence of a lot of people when we actually know better. Dan Campbell is somewhere right now with like a Dak Prescott teddy bear 
and he's trying to yank the leg off with his teeth. Yeah. Dan Campbell knows. Surprised. He knows what's coming. And he's going to be ready. He, he's going to be ready to, to wrestle with you. Okay, so my thing with Dak coming back is, and this will go back to the Eagles game a little bit. Um, you're right. We don't know for sure what would have happened in that game. But watching the Cowboys in this last game where that Cooper Rush game, Jesse already told you, like that game was going to happen because he'd been trying to have that game for weeks now. Yeah. He tried and it finally happened. So the final thing on Cooper Rush is thank you for your service. The fact yes. that the Cowboys are four yeah. and two with that coming back is freaking incredible. Thank you. We appreciate it. But also that game was going to happen. And now the universe is back spinning on its proper axes. But I do look at that game and I went, you know what? They protected the quarterback well enough to win. They opened running lanes well enough to win. Uh, without pretending that I know how it would have gone with Dak. Uh, but they were still able to rush the quarterback like we've been used to. When they actually dropped back, the Cowboys had four sacks. They're getting pressure. DP play was eh. But a lot of the things that I've gotten accustomed to the Cowboys being good at, special teams, good. Turpin, when he returns a punt, you can chalk it up, 12 to 15 yards. Kick return, good. Um, kicking field goals. When you ask a guy to kick from 59, that's coin flip. I don't care if you miss. Uh, so good so far this year. Literally, the thing that you looked at and said, man, what, what was awful? Quarterback. And the quarterback is about to arrive. I just think, man, if you're a Cowboy fan, sure, you're third in the division. The Giants suck. And I'll say that until, uh, like, when they win their 11th game or 12th game, I'll admit I'm a dumbass. But for now... I think the Giants are going to finish eight and nine. They're not good. They're five and one. They're not good. You're two games above 500, and the one huge weak spot on your team just got replaced. And we'll see if it's a strength, but it's definitely not a weakness anymore. And be excited, Cowboy fans. It's about to yeah. get fun. It's about Absolutely. to get fun. Absolutely. Be excited. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm like the rest of you. I'm excited to see what that come back because I'm like, all right. If we can get if we can get first half Dak back, like we did a year ago with this defense, holy moly guacamole! Like now you're cooking with fish grease. Like that that is the exciting part. But we see it week right, Jeff. We see it week in and week out. This league is a league of parody, and and it it, it gets turned over. This this freaky girl that we call the NFL, she she a bad mama jamma. She and she's not loyal to anybody. She's a freak. A 97 won the freak. She is a freak, a stone cold freak. And every week you have to address her properly because every week she's looking to give up the skirt to someone else. And that's the thing about this league that we, 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 we sometimes our fandom gets in the way. So I'm excited for Dak to come back, but Dak has to come back and be really good. Not really good. He has to. Yeah, he does. He has to come back and be really good. Because if he's not really good, if he's just okay, then that's that. That's that's a concern. That's a concern. If he's not coming back and playing really good football, that is a concern to me. Um, and I think it throws this team off uh, a little bit. If he's because when he comes back, they're going to change how they play. I guarantee you, they're going to change how they'll play. If he's going to take a breath, they're going to go. Oh, we don't have to go be perfect again. That could go get us twenty-five points, twenty-eight points, right? And so you take a breath. So, yeah, he has to come back and play really good football. And sign Odell Beckham, please. That's all. I just wanted to throw that out there. Because, I mean, you know, the, the NFL, here's the thing. 
Or trade for DJ Moore. I'll take you. Or trade for DJ Moore works too. Michael Gallup is a starting NFL receiver. Okay, um, no, stop. Let's have the conversation. Uh, let's have this conversation. Because, okay. Uh, Michael Gallup is not right. Now, I'm not uh, saying he's healthy, but Michael Gallup is not – he's not his old self. Maybe. Like, the, the ball that was picked, I think that's just something that sticks out to me about Gallup is he's not that dude. Like, if you want him to get to the top of the route and hit the brakes and explode back to the ball, like, he's never really been that dude. Well, go watch the route. He, like, was, like – laboring to get to the curl route. Then it was like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, Darius Slay is looking through that route. You do know that, right? Oh, yeah. He was easy. Like, I'm like, any good quarterback's going to see that. You start dropping them big feet down. Darius Slay broke before you came out of the break. Yeah. Your quarterback didn't help you because he threw it inside where the quarterback was breaking. But, Lord, man, he was struggling getting out of those. Now, he's fine. Anything that. Anything that Michael Gallup has to do, we has to start, stop, start again. He's struggling. No, you want him to run, break in, run, keep running, right. tussle run. with the ball in the air, yeah, 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 um, and do those things. And like Noah Brown has earned the right to be called. I mean, he's been an NFL player for a long time. But if you need a starting receiver, he did the job. Yeah, but if Odell Beckham is recovered and fully ready to go, he'd be the second best receiver on this team, and I don't think it's very close. Um, he might be the he'd be the best route runner. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think he would fit. He would fit really well because like he played second fiddle in L.A. and he did it really well. It was Cooper yeah. Cup and Odell, and they don't get to the Super Bowl without Odell Beckham. They don't win the Super Bowl without Odell Beckham. Absolutely. Uh, and DJ Moore too would clearly be one of the two best receivers. I mean, I'm not. Might be the best. DJ Moore's really good. He hadn't. I don't think he's had a good year this year, but that dude's been putting up numbers with nobodies forever. He's playing with. I mean, come on. Like that. Feel free to feel free to go get me a receiver, Cowboys. Double down, triple down. Play. Put something in there. Yeah. Pull it out. What? Oh. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Um, it's good to see all the crap you say in an episode. I say one damn thing. <laughs> He's Jesse Holly. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. This is Believe in Cowboys, brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. And um, remember to eliminate the contingencies. Yes, eliminate the contingencies. And that you have no idea what anybody's going through. So be cool to everyone. Be easy. I love you. I love you. Oh, wait. All to you. We're talking to all of them and to each other. Yes. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.